Richard Mayhem. Richard Mayhem. And every day at 4.05, we bring you the madness, the mayhem, midterm mayhem. And today, we are going to be discussing the gubernatorial race on midterm mayhem. That's right. We do it every uh, single Wednesday. But during the mayhem time, we have to go to our election insider. She's the one. She's the only. She's the former governor of the great state of Arizona, Jan Brewer. Hello, governor. Hello, guys. It's great to be back. I just got into town about 15 minutes ago after a week-long vacation. Nice. Well-deserved, I might say. (laughs) Where did you go? I went up to Sholo. Wonderful. You're all rested. Cool and beautiful. Yeah. I'm rested, you know, but I I feel a lot better. I got away from all the mayhem. Yeah, and, you know, we know that you endorsed uh, Robeson. She did not win. Uh, But let's go into Carrie Lake a little bit, because unlike Governor Doug Ducey, who's a doormat, and he just laid down for Carrie Lake and said, yes, of course, I'm going to support you. You, on the other hand, Governor, you're not offering unconditional support to Carrie Lake. So what do you want to see from Carrie Lake that would make you say, "Okay, I'm with you? Well, I want her to pivot, and I want her to move in the direction of policy. That's what elections are all about. People that are going to bring the state uh, prosperity and the people of our state prosperity in a well-honed government. And I want her to uh, stop the the rhetoric about the elections. I mean, I surely know she will. She won, right? I think that she probably um, will put that behind her, that the elections uh, were stolen. I mean, uh, if they were stolen, I mean, were they stolen because she won? I, uh, you know, so, but I think she needs to talk about policy and it's going to be a, a long, hard next few weeks um, getting to the general election. So she's going to have to do some pivoting for sure. I hope that I get the opportunity and I think that I will. Um, some people have reached out to me and just sit down with Carrie. I've known Carrie like I've shared on the air before with you guys a long, long time. She's my, she was my friend, you know. But um, I chose another candidate. So we've got a a lot of talking going on. You know, uh, Governor, you talk about, uh, you know, can she pivot? And everybody wants to see that. I think a lot of people look across the country going, are all of these MAGA candidates going to be able to pivot? Here's the thing. Even if they want to pivot, are the people who support them going to allow them to pivot, especially based on the fact that there was a raid yesterday at Miralago? That throws, you know, gasoline on a fire. Right. That was awful. I just think that was absolutely horrific and horrible when you think of what the Department of Justice did on President Trump's house. I mean, here they let old Hillary Clinton and Russiagate and all that go by the wayside and Hunter Biden by the wayside. And then they go in uh, and uh, raid. Hunter's going to be indicted. He's going to be indicted. I I, I put money on Hunter. Yeah, he's going to be indicted. Well, I just say it's a horrible thing for them to do it. It would be another horrible thing if it happens as far as I'm concerned that we would find out that he would do something to that level of seriousness, that he would be, you know, indicted. And of course, being indicted doesn't mean you're guilty, right? Former Arizona yes. government. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer joins us a midterm mayhem every day at 4.05. Hey, Governor, if you sit down with Carrie Lake and she says, yes. listen, th- this election was stolen, Governor. It was completely stolen. Um, you don't believe that. How, how, you know, how are you going to get on her side if, if you... How, 
Gatos, how is she going to sit down and tell me that this election was stolen? Did she mean that she won it unfairly, that it was stolen for her? Well, that and the 2020 election. So uh, you're right. Let's put them well, both in. 2022, Carrie Lake is saying, hey, there's been some wrongdoing. Uh, but in 2020, we know that she's stuck by her story and, well, and the big lie. You don't believe in, in the big lie. Do you want like Carrie Lake to tell you, hey, Governor, I lied uh, about it. And it was to get out of the primary and into the general. Well, I'm going to sit down with her and find out just exactly what her answer is going to be in regards to that. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, she did uh, think that. Maybe she was ill-informed. But we need to get to the bottom of it because as chief election officer one time in my day, um, I know how elections are run. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's something that uh, uh, I have great faith in. And it's the basis of our democracy. And everybody... Uh, that's listening ought, ought to realize that. I mean, are there glitches sometimes? But there's never been the kinds of hiccups or glitches that would ever sway the vote one way or the other. But never. Governor, if you, I can remember. If, if you sit down with Lake and she says, you know, maybe you guys are just talking and, you know, we don't know what the conversation's about. It's private. And she says, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm lying. I, I don't think there's anything wrong in a 2020 election. Like, if she says that to you, how do you endorse a liar? You wouldn't do that, would you? Well, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but it's very difficult, hypothetically, because we don't know what she's going to say. I think that we need to give me the opportunity to sit with her. I mean, she was a friend of mine, right? She's still a friend of mine, uh, basically. I mean, I don't appreciate. I was very honest with, with what I had said on the trail. I tried to be honest like uh, everybody should be. And I need to sit down with her and see, you know, that we can come to some kind of understanding, hopefully, because I would like to see the office of the governor, of course, to be in Republican hands and good leadership and surround herself with good policy people that can really make a difference in this great state. Governor, so uh, let's just say she says, all right, uh, Governor Brewer, what are the three big things that I need to focus on that aren't the 2020 election that may have a chance for me to get into the graces of independents and disgruntled Republicans and bring them over to my side. What would you tell her those things are? Well, first and foremost, one of the biggest things in my mind, and I think most Arizona, is the water issue. We've got a real water problem here in Arizona. And, of course, economic development. You've got to be settled down. You've got to realize what the policy is and going forth to work with companies and bringing those people here and give stability to the state so that people will come here and create jobs. I think those are the big two. And then, of course, I'm always, always interested in uh, um, DCS, that, that's, that's a personal thing with me, mm. uh, the Child Protective Services, and, and, and Arizona's kids that have been, you know, given up and been sexually abused and physically abused. So those are the things that, um, you know, that are important. There's a lot of things that are important, you know, but we know she's pro-life. We know she's Second Amendment. You know that she is smart, I mean, and on top of all that, she's cute. all right former arizona governor jan brewer every wednesday with us during uh, midterm mayhem governor thanks glad you had a good vacation we'll talk to you next week thank you thank you guys i'll see you next week all right all right she's something else listen you know what i respect about governor brewer she didn't just, she didn't just, she wasn't a doormat like Ducey, you know. Well, she's uh, also not running for something and has to bow down because she's worried about being censured or running in the future and they may, they may try to hamstring. I bet her answer may be different if she was on the ticket. I don't know. I, maybe, but at least, you know, 
at least she knows that, well, I can't just go and endorse her. I just was ripping her for months because I wanted a better candidate. But it sounds like they have a real relationship. And I think in a real relationship, uh, uh, you realize it's business. Uh, she went in a different direction. It doesn't carry off. And- I don't know that. I don't know that conversation. I don't think that conversation is going to go well. I'm just going to say, but we'll find out. All right. You don't think it will? No. I think in politics, you just go, man, it's business. It's business. Time for five spot. Five spot. Five spot. All right. We're going to put five of you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Here's what we're going to do. Did you see the Diamondbacks game last night? No. Did you see the Pittsburgh Pirate? Um, I think he's a rookie. Sliding headfirst into third base and out pops his cell phone right in, right in the middle of the field, right? It was unprecedented. I've never seen anything like it. So we're going to ask you, what is the strangest place You've dropped your phone or you lost your phone. Give us a good story. Because I've never seen it happen in Major League Baseball. 277-5827. The strangest place. You dropped your phone or you lost your phone. 277-5827. And uh, that's coming up next with Five Spot. Stick around. All right, five spot where we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. This happened last night. Astro slides into third. His phone comes out of his pocket. Now that's the first. And there's Adam Hammer. Dude, your phone is down there. Hey, right there. (laughs) Pittsburgh Pirate against the Diamondbacks. Slides into third base. Oops, my cell phone fell out of my pocket. I've never seen that. Where's Harry Carey when you need him? Right? Hey, I think that guy broke himself. (laughs) They have phones on the field? What's a phone? What's a phone? Uh, strangest place you've dropped or lost your phone. Five callers. Here we go. Really? Uh, let's see here. i got to think the bathroom's got to be one of these things. Let's fire this thing up again. My machine's a little slow you today. You want me to do it? No, i got it right All here. Right. We're going to go with uh, Kim in Phoenix. You're up first. All right, Kim. Strangest place you dropped or lost your phone. On the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, quick story. How did it happen? And w- w- did you ever see your phone you again? You were making out with somebody. Were you making out with somebody? <laughs> I was with my hubby, but um, I didn't realize I lost it till after the ride. So we used to find my phone app and could tell right where it was. So we ran and got in line again, went through the ride, used the flashlight to try and pick it up, but it was too far away. So we had to wait till the next morning because they say they sweep all the rides every night to pick up all the lost stuff. And I did get my phone back the next morning. Good story. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's how Mickey does it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> after we went after it, we looked through the whole thing. Whoa. Jared in Scottsdale, weirdest place you've lost your phone. The middle of the Loop 101 freeway. Oh, gosh. How did that happen? So I'm a police detective, and we are chasing a carjacking suspect, and he crashed his vehicle into the center median and bailed out. I took off and bailed out of my car running after him, and in the process, my phone flew out in the, whole, the freeway. You nail that guy? Did you tackle him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got him. you're you know, awesome. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to run for me, I'm going to catch you. Oh, <laughs> well, especially man. Especially you're going to destroy your phone, right? Jared, you're awesome. Yeah, well done, man. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, sorry about that, Jared. We had to jump here really quick. Mike in Phoenix, what's the weirdest place you lost your phone? Well, it wasn't actually my phone that got lost, but a young lady that is a friend of my daughter's, we were at an event, and uh, she uh, had to use the porta potty Oh, and, no. Uh, 
and 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 being the uh, the strong man that I am, I went and got it for her. Oh, Thankfully, oh, I, I didn't have sorry. to reach in and actually get it, but I used some tools that I had available to me and uh, got it out for her. No, sorry, you got to leave it there, man. I wouldn't even want it back at that no, point. No, you got to leave it there. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. they they cleaned it up pretty well, and they had some alcohol and no. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And no, got it cleaned up. It actually it actually worked afterwards. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. never gonna appreciate <laughs> oh, that, God. my man. Uh, Dave in Queen Creek, where's the weirdest place you've lost said phone? Uh, mine was more of a, a broken phone in a weird way. It was at a hospital. I, I'll preference I'm in law enforcement. Okay. And it was an old flip phone that was attached to my gun belt. And we were doing a gun a, a death investigation, and we had to roll this individual over to take photographs of the backside. Well, the arm had kind of set into, like, this hook position. So as we rolled the body... The arm caught my phone, sent it flying, it smashed, broke on the ground. And, uh, of course, it was, you know, I had to call the, the company and say, hey, I broke my phone. <laughs> and they do a report, oh, how'd you break it? And I told them, explain, as I told you. Just an awkward pause, and then it told her, I said, well, I'm in law enforcement. I'm not, <laughs> nothing to ferry. Uh, we were doing an investigation, so. Oh. Uh, so That's the dead a- guy broke your phone. A dead, a dead guy broke my phone. There you uh, go. Sent it flying to the ground. <laughs> That's the best way to tell. Just that next time, dead guy broke my phone. That's <laughs> as easy to say. Appreciate you, my man. Last one. All right. Uh, Brandon in Scottsdale, weirdest place you've uh, lost your phone. Well, I didn't exactly lose it. I was uh, a young, fresh-faced realtor in the summer of 2002. I sold my next-door neighbor's house, and I was uh, giving the walk around to the new buyers. And I reached way down into the water to show them where this hidden filter was. And I said, I'll meet you inside, folks. Stood up, took one step, just kind of spun, landed in the pool, <laughs> and my very first flip phone was no more. Oh gosh! And yeah, that that <sighs> you can you can drop the and phone I, in the I, pool now, and you're pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, and also I just want to say I I lost my second phone off the roof of my car. Uh, we got gas on the way to the Kiss concert a few years later, and it went skipping off my car at about sixty five miles an hour. So I guess I'm not too good at this. No, no you're not, not good, good at this. Maybe you should game. stick with the ones inside the house. My uh, stepdaughter last night bouncing on the trampoline. She jumped a little high. She came down. Phone hit the trampoline. Did about twelve <laughs> flips. She jumped in to try to save it, forgetting she had the Bose headphones on. Oh, jeez! And every oh. she tried to throw them off. They got stuck around oh. her neck. Everything went in the pool. Five spot where we put five of you on the spot about a story everybody's talking about at the Diamondbacks game. A Pittsburgh Pirate slid into third base, and his phone came flying out. Pretty funny stuff. Coming up next is Trump going to be convicted of a crime does the fbi have anything uh if they do does it prevent him from running for president again next arizona's news station ktar news 92.3 fm serious news seriously entertaining the gatos and chad show all right uh mar-a-lago and the raid uh did trump know the raid was coming what did they take out of uh out of his massive home. And does the FBI have anything? Very interesting chat with uh, ABC News legal analyst uh, Royal Oaks earlier today. Uh, take a quick listen. Uh, you know, first of all, he put into perspective how big this is. Yeah. And why everybody's talking about this. Take a listen. 
Well, of course, it's a big deal in the sense that it's unprecedented. Never in American history has the FBI raided the home of a former president. And, uh, yeah, they're looking for classified information. They're looking for presidential records that allegedly should have been given to the National Archives. Now, we don't know exactly what they were looking for because they haven't published the list of things that were presented to the people who are in the, the House. So Trump was not there. His lawyers were not there. And we don't know what documents uh, were located and taken away. There is a Presidential Records Act uh, in force since the 1970s uh, that makes it a crime to uh, take classified information. So we're kind of in the dark, but we know it's a really big deal. And of course, uh, predictably, you're going to have lots of talk about politics. Uh, Trump's defenders are saying this is uh, politicizing the FBI. Uh, They're just trying to knock out the guy who stands the greatest chance of defeating Biden or another Democrat in 2024. So for now, we can speculate a lot about the political angle and the legal angle, uh, but we should know pretty soon what it is that the FBI took away from Mar-a-Lago. I would have thought the FBI and the DOJ would have come out a little bit earlier and just said something. I know Trump can actually say what it is because him and his lawyers have it. Why both sides are slow to react, do you think? Well, one issue is what exactly are they looking for and who may have tipped them off to the existence of the documents? There has been some reporting that there's a mole inside Mar-a-Lago, that there is a confidential informant that uh, tipped the FBI off that, A, Trump's got some uh, key documents in Mar-a-Lago, and B, I know where they are. You can go to this closet. So to the extent perhaps the feds are cooperating with some people uh, whose names might appear, uh, or there might be a hint of a name appearing in the search warrant documents, that may be uh, still under wraps, because if that would compromise an ongoing investigation, then the feds can, at least for a time, withhold that information. But uh, there's also the, the political issue where apparently a magistrate, Bruce Reinhardt, uh, approved the warrant, and it is alleged that he put uh, social media posts out there uh, in the last few years that were very anti-Trump mm-hmm. uh, and donated to Obama's campaign, donated to Jeb Bush's campaign when he was running against Trump no, in 2015. Mm-hmm. So that's going to fuel the fire about political issues. Royal Oaks is joining us, ABC News uh, legal analyst. So the raid, does that mean prosecutors have basically determined Trump committed a crime or no? No, not necessarily. They may just want to know what exactly he took away from the White House that possibly he shouldn't have taken away. If it's just sort of non-controversial, not that important stuff, but still material that should have been given to the National Archives, that's probably not going to support any kind of criminal prosecution. Now, to the extent he had classified information, well, you know, what are the chances, though? I mean, is he going to pack up the list of the nuclear codes and, you know, put it in a Lucite cube and and put it on display at Mar-a-Lago for people to see sounds kind of silly so we're going to have to wait and see if the uh, the fbi can sort of justify its decision to do this unprecedented step on the one hand you think it might be hard for them to justify it on the other i bet it went all the way up to the top merrick garland the attorney general in terms of deciding whether to take this huge step uh, the white house has said that the president was not involved and of course that's consistent with the idea that the attorney general is not the handmaiden of the president the department of justice is independent but Everybody knows the AG is a cabinet appointee of the president, so people are probably not going to buy the idea that there's a total separation between what Biden wanted and what his attorney general, Merrick Garland, proceeded to do through his FBI. Royal, is there a possibility that 
they just wanted some of their stuff back. The archive, the, you know, there's some old lady or some dude who's in there. I want my stuff back. This needs to be here. And that nothing is going to come out of this uh, at all. And it's going to make it look like, man, the FBI really seemed to be doing something here. This could land on their face in a way that gives them a lot of egg on their face. Yeah, you're right. I think the guess would be that they think that there is something really juicy, really smoking gun type stuff down there. Because if all they thought they were going to get was stuff that the, the lady who runs the National Archives really uh, believes it should be in the Smithsonian Institution or something, why would they put up with the political hit yeah. with the, you know, half the country or maybe a third or a quarter of the country pointing fingers at the FBI? People are talking about uh, defunding the FBI now and saying they're just a political arm of the Biden re-election campaign. Why would they subject themselves to that kind of second guessing if there really wasn't going to be a big payoff? No pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But yeah. again, we're speculating. Hopefully there'll be some uh, information, maybe from leaks, or maybe the FBI will just publish the search warrant and say, this is what we had. This was the basis on which we got the warrant from the magistrate judge. And uh, you judge for yourself as to whether we are rational, but we're entitled to enforce federal laws. All right. That's uh, Royal Oaks, uh, ABC News uh, legal analyst. Interesting conversation. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. And, you know, Trump did commit a crime. Does that mean he can't run for office again? Is there something in there? We'll discuss it. But up next... Does Carrie Lake want to legalize rocket launch? Hope so. I'm just going to say this. That's what I've been saying. I'm on Team Lake for this one. If I'm just saying that, okay, I am on her side here. We're going to talk about rocket launchers. I want one of these things. Uh, that's next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad show. You like uh-huh. rocket launchers? I do. Have you ever tried a rocket launcher? All the time. No, you have not. Grenade launcher. Not you a have not launcher. done a grenade launcher either. It's fantastic. Grenade launchers are fun. I used a rocket launcher on uh, Halo, the not video the same game. Thing. It's not. Okay. Well, did you hear that uh, Carrie Lake wants to legalize rocket launchers? As you do. Can I be honest? I don't think that's what she wants to do. No, you don't think no, so? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on Team Carrie for this one. Listen to this ad. Carrie Lake. She's not just radical. She's dangerous. So radical, she'd even legalize rocket launchers. All right. Are we guys? Is that what we're going to listen to for the next few months? So <laughs> radical. She'd even give you the opportunity to see a rocket launcher in your Happy Meal. Carrie Lake. She's not just radical. She's dangerous. So radical, she'd even legalize rocket launchers. All right. You know what? Pick something else. All right. You got to prove to me, right? Yeah. Is this ad, is it right? So 12 News did a big story on this. Okay. Yeah, that claim comes from this December 2021 interview. What about rocket launchers? Um, the... Tough questions. These are tough questions. (laughs) Okay, so she's doing this interview, and uh, they—I don't know how this came up, but I'm sure they were talking about firearms and all that stuff. Hey, what do you think about rocket launchers? She's like, um, (laughs) I, I I am, I am for you know. There's probably any weapon that any any gun. I mean, I'm 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 pro two A. So, oh, that's a cool way to say. I'm pro two A. I'm one A. I'm sorry. Did she say yes? She didn't want to say anything. She didn't say yes, though. You know why? She was probably thinking to herself, oh, my God, is it already legal 
Because I would, if if it's not legal, I would be like, come on, guys, let's ask some real questions here. If it is legal, I don't want to say, no, you shouldn't have rocket launchers. Then find out <laughs> you have rocket launchers. And then somebody goes, oh, my God, you're not pro 2A. You're not pro 2A. You're, you're, you're pro 2A minus. I didn't hear anything there that said, yes, I think rocket launchers should be legal. I, I, I don't know. Rocket launcher. It's a, it's I, it's I, it's getting more powerful, so it's important to debate. Is, is a rocket launcher a firearm? Definitely. It's a ballistic. The right to bear arms. By bear, it, it is arms. I, I don't know. I, uh, no, I'm not going down this no, road. I, yeah. I know. I, I, are you on Team Lake on this Yeah, one? I think, this I, think I'm on, I think so, too. Lake's campaign reiterated her support of rocket launchers, telling us, quote, Katie Hobbs should brush up on her knowledge of gun rights in Arizona before she tries to come after Karen. Uh, which, which has absolutely did, did not answer any questions <laughs> that you guys. Wait. What did I miss? You know the thing. She reiterated the fact that she wants to legalize rocket launchers by ripping yeah. Katie Hobbs. Yeah, she basically Supporter she did the same thing that you always do in politics. <laughs> you uh, throw it right back in somebody's face. It is arms. Lake's campaign reiterated her support of rocket launchers, telling us, "quote Telling us, quote Yes, Carrie Lake wants everybody to be armed with a rocket launcher. No." Katie Hobbs should brush up on her knowledge of gun rights in Arizona before she tries to come after Karen. Oh, for Pete's sake. For Pete and everybody else's sake. Carrie Lake. She's not just radical. Rocket launchers. She's dangerous. Dangerous. Rocket launchers. She's evil. Bad. So radical she'd even legalize rocket launchers. Oh, for Pete's sake. She's the worst. Can't get any worse than Carrie Lake. I don't she think. She is monkeypox. <laughs> she is Armageddon. She rode in here on the four horses of the apocalypse. <laughs> Carrie Lake is a lot of things. But I haven't heard her say that she wants to legalize rocket launchers. Well, you're not listening. I am, I am listening. listening. I'm listening in a way that's better than your way. Wise man, uh, you got some facts on rocket launchers in that brain of yours? Yeah, they were invented by the Chinese when they created <laughs> gunpowder. They were actually originally designed to fire arrows. Is that right? Before yeah. they had, you know, explosives and stuff. That's World cool. War II, they became more prominent because you had to take down a tank, right? Yeah, so, well, you totally got to take down a tank. Yeah. But the one thing is a lot of people confuse bazookas and rocket launchers. They're not the same thing. Is One's a bazooka dumb. bigger? Bazookas are a type of rocket launcher. Yeah. Bazooka's a type of launcher. And then there's also the difference between missile launchers and oh. rocket launchers. Yeah, Missiles can track a target, whereas rocket launchers yeah. just go straight. So and then there's there. RPGs. Oh, jeez. Where does Carrie Lake stand on RPGs? Wow. we got to figure that out. All right. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister, he always knows. I'm going to go with... Where do you stand with RPGs, Steve? Where do we ask you that? <laughs> I'm pro. Pro RPG, pro. for sure. I'm pro, uh, yeah, you know, I'm pro 2A+. Don't put a stupid ad like that out. You know, come on. Where do you stand with cannons? <laughs> I'm a big fan of cannons. You're pro cannon. I'm pro cannon. What you can own in the United States of America, people. Is that so? Yeah, you can own that. You can own a grenade launcher. I want a rocket launcher because it's really fun on my Xbox game. And it makes a cool sound. You would blow yourself up. Yes, I would. What happened? Your wife's going to come home. Why are we missing part of the roof? Yeah, well, I blew myself up. <laughs>